The following podcast is part of the Underdog Sports Podcast Network. For advertising information or to find more great podcasts, visit us at www.theunderdogsports.com and follow us on Twitter at RealTheUnderdog. I am Professor Snipe, and this is the Potterhood Podcast with Nico Wright and Will Poznan. You're here to enjoy the subtle science and exact art of podcasting. As there's a little foolish wand waving here, many of you will hardly believe this is magic. However, for those select few who possess the predisposition, enjoy the show. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Potterhood Podcast. I'm your man, Nico White, alongside my brother. Will Posner, nice to be here. We, <laughs> I like how you said that, like you're not a part of this. <laughs> I'm just happy to be wherever I am. You fair, know. fair enough. That's the that's usually what new or soon to be new dads say. <laughs> yeah. But I'll get to that in a second. We are the Potterhood Podcast. My name is Nico White. That's Will Posner. We are two stand-up comedians talking shit about Harry Potter and everything Harry Potter affiliated, associated, or anything to deal with the franchise in general. This is episode what, bro? This is five, episode five. This is episode five, and we just want to thank y'all for listening the way you did. I don't know if I should say this, but if not, we'll edit it out. We just got the numbers back for oh, um, what our downloads look like, and oddly enough, we were in, what was the range? We're getting about 8,500 a week. Eight eighty five hundred 8,500 a week, and it's two people, I know myself especially, who have, I, me personally, I have nothing to do with the podcasting world. And will definitely well, you have a here. podcast. That's something to do. With I the now world. I now <laughs> have a podcast, but previously I had no podcasting presence. True. So having said that, I and I know I can speak for Will on this. Truly appreciate all eighty five hundred motherfuckers who downloaded this, and we hope to continue to bring y'all dope shit that y'all keep downloading. Make sure that you all reach out to us on social media. Yeah. But we'll handle all that stuff later. In the meantime, in between time, let's jump in to episode number five. Who Real we starting today, bro? Well, real quick, I just also I want to thank the people that have reached out to me because I had a couple people mm-hmm. just on Instagram reach out to me, say they love the podcast, and that always makes me feel good. So. Word. Heck yeah. Well, Shit, reach out to me too. My <laughs> name, because you know what's sad is that they might look for me and spell my name wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, my name is spelled N-E-K-O-W-H-I-T-E. And if you're on Instagram, N-E-K-O-W-H-I-T-E-9-3, drop me an inbox. I accept most message requests as long as you're talking about me and not one of my famous friends. I'll definitely <laughs> accept the request. That's dope. Uh, well, we are sorting a legend today to start. Which legend? So this legend just came out with a Netflix special that me and a bunch of us, we're all talking about how great it is. We're sorting... Yes. Uh, Washington, D.C.'s own Wanda Sykes. The one and only, the one of the queens of our sport, Miss Wanda Sykes. We're sorting her today. Ah, that was a hard one. Like, when you sent her in the email, I was, I, I, I was stuck for a minute, you know? Yeah. Because there's a part of me that wanted to say, I'm stuck between, like, Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw. That's me, right? too. Yeah. So, I, because I, I can't go Gryffindor, because here's the thing. Gryffindors are brave, like, ridiculously, right? Mm-hmm. Now, Wanda Sykes... Like worked for um, what's Rock? her name? Oh, she worked for Chris Rock, but she also worked for Roseanne. You know what I mean? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, she worked for Roseanne on the show. Wanda Sykes is one of my heroes. Always has been, Same. always will be. Having said that, I did take exception with her that one time because when Roseanne got fired, Wanda was one of the people that was like, "Yeah, you know, I felt so uncomfortable working there." And it's like, hmm. but you knew Roseanne before the show, and Roseanne didn't say anything not Roseanne like. Yeah. So if you had a problem with it. After the fact, where was your problem with all that type of rhetoric before the fact? Yeah. You feel me? So knowing that and knowing what I know about the Harry Potter houses to kind of disassociate yourself with something that you were 100% down to associate yourself with once you get in trouble. For that alone, for that reason, current Wanda Sykes the last two years, I'll put her in Slytherin because that was some real Lucius Malfoy shit to do. Okay. Wow, that's a real shots fired. I... 
No, never no shots fired at the Queen. Fuck that. That's yeah. a, that's only in regards to that one thing. I don't need to be sitting down at the comedy store and Wanda walk in and be like, yeah, motherfucker, my kids was listening to something called the Pothood Podcast. And so I'm a slithering according to you. Avada. <laughs> yeah, just... I, I don't need no smoke. I don't want none. I'm just saying for that one thing, it, t- it tipped the scale for me. Sure. Cause I hear that. Otherwise, it would have been because she's, she's bold as hell. She speaks, um, she speaks truth to power yes. whenever she gets the chance. And... It's hard to go Gryffindor because Gryffindor is a blindly correct. To me, a Gryffindor comedian, too, is a comedian that launches into their point of view before having thought about it. Mm -hmm. Like, even though Wanda will say some of the boldest shit, Mm -hmm. it's always so well thought out beforehand that you go, she knows that there's no risk of backlash because she's just right about this. Right. And and even if you do backlash, she 100% feels what she feels. And she's also either Mm -hmm. experienced enough or done enough research to know that she's right, as you mentioned. Dude, the new special is so good. So much better than... Then it had to be. She's a legend without it, and it's just another great special. Well, let's thank another comedic uh, Gryffindor for this. Uh, that would be Monique. Some of you guys may, may not know. But Monique Mo- is a Gryffindor, for sure. Oh, 100%. Somebody that just blindly jumps in. She might be related. She probably grew up in Godric's Hollows. <laughs> More like Godric's Houses, bro. The ghettos of Godric's Hollows. But um, Monique is a comedian who um, went at Netflix for not paying her correctly. And then Wanda Sykes came out and shared a story that they offered Monique $500,000. They offered Wanda. Wanda came out and said that they offered her less than half of that. So they had offered Wanda less than $250,000. Then after Monique came forward with her story and asking people to boycott Netflix... People were like, wait, y'all offered Wanda Sykes the legend how much? And Netflix basically was like, oh, no, that was back before we had money like that. We would never do that to Miss <laughs> Wanda now. So, you know, from that to that, Wanda hopefully got the best money you can get. And mm-hmm. I, I hope it was insane. I, I hope it was $15 million, you know what I'm saying? Or at least more than five. I will say. But uh, that, shout outs to Monique for that because without you, who knows if they would have compensated Wanda Sykes correctly yeah. so we could get the made special that we did called not normally y'all should check out yeah it's so good um so i'm gonna go that's my way of cleaning it up so i have to <laughs> smoke with the queen <laughs> and i'm gonna go ravenclaw and uh i i hear where you're coming from i'm going ravenclaw i also thought hufflepuff for a minute because she's so loyal to her people she's never but yeah um i'm going ravenclaw okay let's go into a harry potter character that uh i saw an internet theory or an internet video. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll I'll shout out the people that made it. The guys are called Super Carlin Brothers. Okay. Shout uh, out to the Super Carlin Brothers. They make uh, great Harry Potter content. Mm-hmm. And they had a video about uh, Argus Filch. Oh, Mr. Filch, yeah. Yeah. Is it about his wife and um, all that type of stuff? No, the video is about why does he even exist? And <laughs> they had a great point to make. Okay, shoot. If you have a giant school... Full of magical kids and magical creatures. Why is the there only one janitor and he can't even do magic? Oh, 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 wow. Okay. Uh, I didn't know that Filch was just the janitor. He's the only janitor. I thought he was like a school aide. You know what I mean? I thought he was the person that's this outside telling people to get back to class and then like, you know, like a school aide. He has like a hall monitor too. He's like everything. Right. But I feel like that's a, I feel like a lot of other people died at that job because if you look <laughs> at him, he talks like he used to have friends, but nobody from his day is around anymore. That's it's like being the teacher in the school, like you were a teacher back when the school used to be racist, and like, but you would you you never said nigga, you know what I mean? You would refer to the black kids as colored, and even though it was kind of inappropriate, it wasn't the n word. Yeah, and all your coworkers got fired. So as time goes on, you start to miss the old ways. Because he was talking about how he used to love the dungeons when the That's kids so were hanged by their thumbs. And it's like, yo, who would enjoy that? And well, you know, me and the boys back in the day, I get Miss Norris, <laughs> we hang them up by their thumbs, and we just laugh and laugh and laugh. But then that's the thing. He, It's not even like, from your point of view, it's not even like he's this big fan of torture. He just misses his friends who love to torture, mm-hmm. who he could talk about Frank Sinatra about and shit. I mean, Frank Sinatra or the original Mrs. Norris, because there's other theories flying oh, around. Oh, yeah, tell me like, about those. Mrs. Norris is his wife, and she got stuck as, like, an anime guy, some shit like that. So, J.K. Or Rowling... his wife died, like... Uh. J.K. Rowling did say that Mrs. Norris is not an anime guy, and she's also not... A lot of people thought she was the thing 
I think it's called a malfeasance where you turn into an animal later in life irreversibly, oh. like what happened with Nagini. Gotcha. Okay. A lot of people thought Mrs. Norris was that. And uh, J.K. Rowling has said that Crookshanks and Mrs. Norris are just normal cats who are like slightly smarter than well, your average cat. what cat lives that fucking long? Because if, look. It's a good if, point. If I'm going to get mad at somebody, look, I'm going to tell J.K. Rowling she's full of shit. Because, <laughs> I, look, I don't care if you wrote it. If somebody has a cat that has seemingly been around a long time, cats don't live 40 years. Okay. And it would seem... We're going at legends today. <laughs> I, I ain't going at no legends. J.K. Rowling might be the greatest author of the last 50 years. I mean, she is. We got a whole podcast That's about true. shit. No, I think she is. You know what I'm saying? But having said that, it's like she'll come out with and say these things. And it's like, okay, cool. But it does. It makes no sense. That's true. To your actual story. And it's like, you just dropped this here for us. It's like when she said Dumbledore is gay. And it's like, okay, and who gives a fuck? That's true. Nobody, you ain't tell us the sexuality of any other characters. That's I, true. Is Hagrid gay? Is Hagrid straight? Who does Hagrid date? Well, Hagrid's fiending for the Bobaton teacher. Okay, but why? But ha- McGonagall, we have no idea well, what McGonagall Well, why, why Hagrid can't be bisexual? Who's representing that in the Harry Potter world? That's Who true. Who does Peter Pettigrew like? Well, Who I does think- Voldemort like? Voldemort was a snake man. Uh, is he attracted to snakes? Is he also attracted to women? We really like, got to insert a spoiler on, alert. Hey, just so you know, people, we're going to talk about Hagrid's sexuality in a way that's irreversible <laughs> to your imagination. I mean, but at the end of the day, it's like you drop all these facts and like to me, it just doesn't make sense. Like, well, I- Mrs. Norris, that's a great point because she's she survives a basilisk attack. Right. Dude, my dog, like my dog's 14. <laughs> Two years ago, my dog had like a mini stroke. Mm-hmm. She's good now, but you can tell she had a mini stroke. Right. Years ago. Me- meanwhile, Mrs. Norris on some gangster shit got petrified by the basilisk. It was back yeah. in forty-five minutes, no problems. It was no back eyes snitching on kids, right? Not even the least bit skirmish. Oh, okay. So let's say that let's say that like Mrs. Norris isn't any of those things. If she's not like particularly magical, yeah. then can Filch speak? to animals or something like that? How do they relay nah, messages to one another? That's a good point. It's just intuition, I guess. Gotcha. Some people think that squibs have a natural way with cats because the lady across the street from the potter, from Harry yeah. in, uh, in... She's the one that testified at the Ministry yes. of Magic, right? Yeah. Yep. So wait, so my question is, so Mr. Filch is a, is a squib. Yes. I didn't know that. He's a squib. So now for the people who are remedial like I am, what <laughs> in the fuck is a squib? Squib is a... Child of a wizard or witch who cannot do magic. Oh, oh. yes. Oh, well, then I take it back. He is particularly fucking useless. Then I'm trying. <laughs> I'm sitting here trying to stick up for the union man. And <laughs> come to find out, oh wow, he can't even do. Ma- so what was he there for? Why was he the only janitor that? Can they at least have another guy who does magic? Could, could you? Could you not have hired Lupin? I heard Lupin was like dead broke. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Living out of a fucking suitcase yeah. in werewolf places. Just take. Yeah, Lupin should have had that job. Yeah. And then make him defense against the dark arts teacher for one year and then put him back as the um, magical uh, janitor. That would have been the ultimate flex. He only has to take like three days off. You know what I'm saying? Whenever there's a full moon. Do you know how messy the Weasleys would make the school on full moon nights? They'd be going around (laughs) once they found out. (laughs) You know how messy (laughs) fucking Lupin would make the school on full moon nights. He's just chasing the Weasley twins as a werewolf. When Lupin says, go to bed. When the when the, when the sun goes down, go to bed. I think motherfuckers will go to bed, especially on nights when there's a full moon. And Dumbledore would allow it and wouldn't get fired. They'd be like, "Well, you know, well, only one kid got hurt. They got their arm bitten off by the janitor." The Dumbledore was Dumbledore the um, and I know we're jumping around a little bit today, sure. but damn it, I really just want to go into certain shit. Was Dumbledore the headmaster when the Chamber of Secrets was open the first time? No, he was not. Oh, he was. It was uh, the guy before him who was like. Uh, I forget his name, but he was the one who Tom Riddle was like able to manipulate. He had a really close relationship with Tom Riddle. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, so then, because I was going to say, you think about, I thought that was on Dumbledore's watch. I was about to be like, yo, that's some job security if I ever heard. <laughs> like, yeah, yo, uh, a whole girl died on my watch. Snakes were let out. Mut- not mut- Oh, I about to say the N-word of Harry Potter. <laughs> Uh, non-magic, no, uh, muggle-borns were killed on your watch and everything else. Yeah. But be back on Monday, dog. Yes. No, uh, no the harm The opposite done. of mud crips. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I think Dumbledore has insane job security. You know what I was thinking, actually, with Phil? You know what would have been great <laughs> is if he had 
offered that job to Voldemort. <laughs> like when Voldemort oh, auditioned for defense against him. Do you know how quick Voldemort would have sliced <laughs> him in half and wore his skin? I don't know. Voldemort's kind of scared. Of de- I think he could have pulled it off. He could have been like, look, uh, a job did open up. Mm-hmm. Janitor, are you you game for it, Tom? Right. Do you know how many people would have been killed? He would have, yeah. They would have gave Voldemort that job just out of sheer spite. Just for saying you missed a spot. Right, right, because it's not like it took much for him to murder people in the first place. But yeah, I didn't know him. I didn't know Professor. uh, Professor. I didn't know Filch was a squib. So then what did he do in the final war? Do you remember from the books? No. Like, did he fight anybody? Did he grab a knife? Because I think he was like kind of, what's it called? He was kind of scarred up when they were back in the Great Hall. Okay. So if he did fight, I got to give him some credit for being a gangster motherfucker. I don't know what Mrs. Norris is out here doing, but... He probably did fight, but just based on who was putting his cat in danger. It wasn't like good side or bad side. Hilarious. (laughs) He's just hitting people with chains and stuff. Like, stay away from my cat, Stay away from the cat, motherfucker. You Keep your snake away from my cat. Kill all the students you want. I'm into that shit. Yeah. All the, he, he Colin Creevy's running that way. He was probably getting turned on. Oh, listen to the screaming. <laughs> He's like trying to teach them goofy life lessons. Like, you know, sometimes like people at a school, like whether it's a janitor or a teacher, mm-hmm. something bad will happen to somebody. They'll like trip or something and they'll go, yeah, that's why you got to respect your elders. Like, right. What did that have to do with that? It's anything? like, yo, my, my arm just got cut off. I <laughs> set them simple, bro. I don't think I much had the time. He's saying shit to Molly like, maybe next time you'll learn how to tell the difference between your twins. Besides- <laughs> <laughs> hey, Molly, maybe you and Arthur shouldn't have went on those illegal night walks 20 years ago. She's like, you still remember? <laughs> like, yeah, I still remember. I know you're grieving your son, but honestly, I feel like I'm owed an apology around here. <laughs> Shout out to Argus Filch. Do we know who played? Do, you, do we know the name of the guy that played? It's Filch? the same guy who in Game of Thrones played uh, some evil mother. The evil guy from the Red Wedding. This is the guy's a great actor. I forget his name though. Um, uh, let's look it up. Yeah, Max. So yeah. yeah, we'll shout it out. As our soon our as producer we... over there, Max. You know what I'm saying? Who y'all <laughs> don't get the chance to see? I just want y'all to know that Max is uh, a dashing young man who's wearing <laughs> a Celtics uh, headphones. And a tie-dye shirt that can only be purchased at God knows where. <laughs> you got his name? Yeah, it's uh, David Bradley. Oh, wow. you know what? I would have expected him to have a much more complicated name than that. <laughs> nope, David Bradley. But he's a great British actor. He's probably like a lot of Shakespearean actors. Um, a lot of like their best stage actors got brought into Harry Potter and did that stuff too. I mean, uh, Maggie Smith or Dame mm-hmm. Maggie Smith. Who's uh, Maggie Smith is one of um, my favorite actresses just across the board. And you know, it's crazy. Think about like for all for all of us that are Harry Potter fans, when you think about the older characters that are in the books, like sure, you have Harry, Ron and Hermione, who we met as Harry, Ron and Hermione in the Harry Potter books. Mm-hmm. But if you somebody like a Dame Maggie Smith or the guy that played Dumbledore or the guy that played um, Snape, Alan Rickman, you had a whole career mm-hmm. of like artful stuff not this not to say that harry potter any of the seven movies weren't artful because they were but like it's not your shakespearean you know what i mean art that you probably the guy, like busted your ass for the guy who played vernon dursley is a great shakespearean actor he was in a, a british movie called history boys and was amazing in that mm-hmm. and i always watch it and i'm like this guy could have just been like oh this is a kid's book this mm-hmm. character's a cartoon but he plays vernon dursley so thoughtfully i appreciate it so much he plays him so thoughtfully and more so than that it's probably the the money that he'll leave for his kids that's true it's too. the <laughs> money he made on harry potter because what we don't realize is that a lot of these people that do plays and stuff like that they don't make a lot of money like they mm-hmm. gain a lot of respect but they don't make a lot of money so i implore anybody that listens to this podcast not only look us up, look us up first, but also look up the actors and actresses that are actually on the Harry Potter, um, that are in the Harry Potter universe that didn't play the kids because they have extensive careers. Mm-hmm. And if you ever get a chance to see them in their natural habitat theater, you should because they who knows how long they'll all be around. The guy who played Gilderoy Lockhart um, is like one of the great Shakespearean actors of all time. And that he also makes directed perfect Thor. sense. Wait, what? Yeah, he's like so. He Lockhart was, directed Thor. Yeah. Uh, so this guy, uh, 
Can you Man, look up his man, name I'm too? Done. Oh, Kenneth Branagh. I know his name. So Kenneth Branagh is I like. I give up. I am complete. This is my last episode <laughs> of this podcast. What? Can't even handle this information. No, I, I truly, I did. I would have never guessed that. Yeah, so he's like one of the greatest stage actors of all time. Was knighted in England just for his work as like a stage actor. He did like some movies, but mainly for like stage stuff. Like he played Henry V, and it was like considered one of the best mm-hmm. versions of that ever. Mm-hmm. And then he started doing movies, and then he started directing movies. And just a few years ago, he directed Thor. Who would have ever thought that? If you would have gave me a fucking slideshow of pictures, like I would have picked the guy who played Mad Eye Moody. Oh, that guy's great too. As the um, one that would have directed anything. Yeah, but but it makes sense. Who's your favorite of the older actors in the Harry Potter movies? First Dumbledore. Yeah. First Dumbledore, First Dumbledore. because he played that character with such care. You know what I mean? It was it was very meticulous in how he talked and when he and I can't do it as well as he could, of course. But the way he talked. Harry Potter. Like, there was just a fucking patience in everything that he, he did. He is good. And I thought, it was so, I thought it was so subtle. And I wish he would have lived long enough to see him play out everything mm-hmm. else. And it's almost, it's almost ironic how, how it happened because he passed after the Chamber of Secrets. And I feel like, and I don't know what anybody else thinks, but please feel free to drop your own opinion on me. But I feel like the passing of Dumbledore was almost serendipitous because... When he died, the first Dumbledore actor, in the very next movie, you start to see certain ticks about Dumbledore that he might not be as pure or mm-hmm. as white as computer paper as we might have thought. You know what I'm saying? He's yeah. blemished. So when you look at it, like in the first movie, he seemed very righteous and all that stuff. Then as time goes on, right after the first one dies, you see like, oh, wait, Dumbledore has his hands in them. A lot of shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, well, you could handle a lot of these problems if you would have handled a lot of these problems. Yeah. So as it goes on, you find that Dumbledore is more trouble. It's just fun. It's it's ironic to me almost how the character changes in the book and how when he dies, one of them plays that whole like grandfather role very well, and then the other one plays the cryptic like mastermind whose plans have gone wrong, but the plan all at the same time. So you like both Dumbledores a lot. I like both Dumbledores a lot. I like the first one the best because, again, I think he brought the most care to the role that he had, and it seemed like he took it very seriously. Yeah, you know, I agree. I, For such a, like not a childish role, but he seemed like he took it very seriously mm-hmm. and was very patient with it. And every scene he was in, he if he wasn't the focus, he made himself the focus just in the way that he spoke. Yes. You know, whereas second Dumbledore, he was also very good at that, but he almost took over every scene. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he played emotion. Like my one my one beef with Daniel Radcliffe is that I thought he couldn't play emotion. Whereas the second Dumbledore played emotion great. That scene when he had to drink the um poison oh, yeah. or what have you. And he's like, No, no, kill me. Like that whole shit I thought was art. So kudos to that guy. Okay. Uh, I can't. I don't know their names. All disrespect, and I don't know their names. That's that's fine. I think uh, first Dumbledore and second Dumbledore. That's yeah, good. I think people, people get the point. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Red, uh, red, uh, red robe and blue robe. <laughs> they were both dressed like in pajamas, though. That part was getting on my. It is weird mind. that Dumbledore's a principal of a school, right? A, a, he's like the biggest celebrity in the world. A little, a little bit. You know what and I mean? He's a just little bathrobing it everywhere, and he kind of soaks it up a lot. You no. know what I'm saying? He, uh, yeah, he definitely enjoys it. So last week, we promised that we were going to do two If They Were Blacks to make yeah. up. The first one that we got here is uh, we, we're doing both. We're doing two Triwizard competitors. Okay. First of which being Fleur Delacour. Fleur Delacour. Her ass would have been fatter. <laughs> 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 this, bitch, this bitch was built like a box of kicks, yo. I that was is, so angry. Yeah. You're you supposed to be the most beautiful woman in the world, and you bring me yeah, this? Most, be- most beautiful to white people. We want somebody who looks but better I on mean, the catwalk. But even as, even as far as white women go, she was all right. You know what I'm saying? And I say all right. No, I mean, she, she had she a beautiful right. face. She was not voluptuous by any stretch. And, but. It's, and, and that's no disrespect to women with beautiful faces who aren't um, <laughs> voluptuous by any means. I'm just saying that yeah. when you go to the most beautiful woman 
you know, that all eyes have seen. Well, it turns out the Wizarding World has a standard of beauty that's equivocal to, like, gay men's fashion magazines. You're right, which is very... Um, Flat. Uh, which is very um, degrading to most, like, regular women. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which makes no sense to me. Yeah, you that should I mean? be Hermione's new cause is right. thicker women getting better treatment. Not Maybe that's why Dolores Umbridge was so bitter. Right, that that <laughs> could have been it. Because this motherfucker's like uh, Flora Delacord is out yeah. here taking her shot because Umbridge was very good at her job. She Everyone was like, else was a size zero besides <laughs> Umbridge. Holy shit, you're right. <laughs> she just, every time Heart she ate, she pro- felt bad. Her and Professor Sprout were probably the only ones that had mm-hmm. her, Professor Sprout, and Molly. Weasley, Molly was the only ones that had some weight on them. Yeah, and when you think about it, Molly Weasley, she had a little weight on her. But why Molly Weasley had to be like the poor wife? You know what I mean? Like yeah, they living it. She's they were the old. She was the old lady that lives in the shoe. <laughs> Yo, hold on, hold on, wait. My mind is blown right now. No, I, I me too. Because I'm really trying to think. I'm going down the line in the movies and who we saw and. Even Hagrid's girlfriend, the giantess, was, was real thin. Right. A giant, she's half giant. Yo, J.K. Rowling, you coming out with everything else. Tell us the weight of some of these people, okay? Yeah. Tell us that, like, I want Fleur Delacour to be 300 pounds, but cast, like, a charm <laughs> on herself to oh, make yeah? herself look skinny, since we being being equal in all this. Okay. Here. But um, honestly, though, I um, if Fleur Delacour was black... um. Uh, yeah, I, I think her life would have been pretty much the same. She would have married a werewolf, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> black women do have a talent of finding, like, the beauty in things that might not be beautiful the most. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, so, you know, what do you, like, insert thing here? What's a what's a not-so-attractive thing to society that you can do? Um, be scarred up because you're a werewolf? Be scarred up because <laughs> you're a werewolf. She's like, you know what, baby? I don't, you ain't look like a werewolf. You're like a tiger. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like the, stri- the stripes really bring out your eyes and stuff like that. And it might not just be a particular black woman trait, but I'm black and I grew up around mostly black and Hispanic people. So <laughs> if it's just a regular good woman trait, then that is what it is. But in context to the segment, I think if she was black, that... um. A, she would have kicked a lot more ass in the Triwizard Tournament. I agree with that. You know what I mean? Because she wouldn't have been, she wouldn't have wasted the time be trying to be pretty. Fuck that. Here's my other reason why she. I think she would have been better at dueling in general because she would have been so used to having to hex people away when they tried to touch her hair. Right, <laughs> right. There you go. There you go. When they try to touch her, people hair. would have just walked up to her and been like, "Oh, what's this?" When they say her name wrong, Fleur, bitch, I done told you for the last <laughs> time that it's Fleur, okay? Fleur Delacour. I don't know. Do if you I said see it a right. floor? She'd be like, <laughs> "I don't see a floor. I B- see a Fleur." Bitch, you stand on floors, okay? It's Fleur. And I think, um, I think, I think, I think if she was a black lady, that um, her wedding would have been a lot more grand than it was in the. Um, books yeah. I, I just feel like death eaters would have did their best not to attack <laughs> death eaters was like a black look. wedding like a black destination wedding too yeah. fuck that oh uh, that's Nigga, a good Voldemort, point back bellatrix everybody would have <laughs> ended up dead or at least hexed somebody would have got cursed and kingsley would have been there instead of at work but whatever we oh that's a good point that. yeah you know what i mean uh, uh, you gonna get married and then of course it gotta be the one day that the only other black wizard is working <laughs> okay fine also, I think like that would have been interesting. Just floor it because that would mean that like her dad was some was a black French dude mm-hmm. and her mom was still a Vila. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be an interesting combo. The dad's probably dealing with a little bit of hate like, oh, looking for a Vila. He'd be like, mm-hmm. it'd be like Kanye where it'd be like a lightning rod thing. He, he might he might get a little bit of hate. But who knows? When you have a daughter, that's the most beautiful woman in the world. Yeah. According to Harry Potter, European standards. <laughs> if, when your daughter's the most beautiful in the world, you get to talk shit to people with ugly daughters. You know what I'm oh, saying? That's a like, good point. Honestly, brother, don't even speak to me. You know yeah. what I mean? I You can say what you want about me, but my sperm made the best looking woman in the world. What did your sperm make? Bellatrix? <laughs> <laughs> I actually think Bellatrix is probably the go. second hottest. 
in the movie series, whole movie series, mm-hmm. I would go Hermione then Beltrix. I think Beltrix is the second hottest. Oh, man. I go um actress in the whole. Movie I go series. Hermione. I go the black girl that played um. Oh, George. Angela Johnson. Her she's up ass. there. Sure. Oh, um, what about what about that one girl that Harry Potter met at the diner for ten seconds? Oh yeah, she was bad too. Yeah, Dumbledore was like, "Look, I get it. I uh, mean, the, she's a muggle, uh, but no, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, no. Here's what's funny is <laughs> so look with um. With uh, cause Dumbledore cock blocked that shit on, <laughs> especially in the movie. Dumbledore showing up like a bad bitch. Dumbledore was like, "Take my hand, Harry." He's like, "Hold <laughs> on, wait, take my hand, nigga, and we going out." And then he just disapparates. And then when you find out later, Dumbledore's gay. It's like, yo, were you plotting on Harry, bro? Because Harry's <laughs> birthday was coming up soon. I think Dumbledore was worried that Harry was gonna, you know, Get make killed. a baby and then not be able to do the Hilarious. the whole Horcrux hunt. Right, right. Could Dumbledore's be. a Dumbledore's an asshole. <laughs> Oh, He's yeah, so controlling. Dumbledore's jackass. Like, you could at least let the boy try to get laid. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Harry was so excited. He's like, don't worry, sir. I'll come back tomorrow. And Dumbledore looked at him like, who? Yeah. You th- who who yeah. coming back tomorrow? Dumbledore. Nah, like, bruh. Yeah. Like, that That should be that should have been who Harry married. Man, Harry should have married a non-magical person. You think so? I think so. I still believe in the Harry Luna. I'm still Harry Luna. I'm Harry Luna, but again, if I'm just being more Harry Buggle. he seemed to have vibed with that girl. That's in true. the diner, you yeah. know what I mean. I I think it would have been a good look. Think about how mm. think about how well rounded those kids would have been. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Half black, half Harry Potter, fit all bullshit wizard kids. That's <laughs> great. Think how fast they would be on foot and on a broom. Come oh on, bro. Playing yeah. these games with me. They they'd be killing it. All right. So the other the other tri wizard champion. That we're sorting, or that we're uh, we're recreating. I hope it's what I think it is. It's Victor Crumb. He would have got more pussy. Definitely would have <laughs> got more pussy if he was black. Like Hermione and all that extra shit. Literally been like, yo, so we doing this or what? Hey, Ron, shut the fuck up, bro. You had your shot, and you missed your shot. I okay. took the shot. I don't know. I, I he'd think just be he, running through motherfuckers? And he'd have sneakers. I feel like he would also have sneakers. He'd have a sneaker deal? He'd, That's hilarious. A sneaker deal, or at least a broom deal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's got his own signature broom. The Crumb 2004s, bro. I'll tell you one one other thing he'd have, uh, which is an uh, uncle trying to handle his contracts. Hilarious. <laughs> Coming from a Jew. Oh, man. <laughs> it would have been you, the uncle by proxy. Hey, Victor, did I ever tell you about how we're related? <laughs> I was really close with your cousin's cousin. Oh, yeah. that's amazing. I, he... <laughs> He was one of those. Well, um, he did have Karkaroff. Kind of Karkaroff was kind of doing that shit. Ka- yeah, Igor Karkaroff was that like um. He's like team, Kawhi's uncle. Like the, to... not even like Kawhi's uncle because I don't know shit about sports. <laughs> yeah. But even though this is on like a sports network, <laughs> but he was more like that teacher that you see in those like movies with black basketball players mm-hmm. when is when they're going from college into the NBA and they're like you need to go to the, oh from high school to college you need to pick this school that like recruiting and all that shit yeah. so they can get the prestige. That's kind of what Karkaroff was. And then you find. Out later, Kakaroff used to be ex criminal and snitch, and just like in those movies, you find out the coach is ex criminal or snitch. So yeah, it makes perfect sense. My favorite thing about all those like quietly racist movies from the nineties with that setting mm-hmm. is it's always like, okay, we know you're going to be an NBA star, but we just have to get your SAT over a seven hundred. It's like, is he a fucking right, idiot? Like, Crumb was stupid as shit. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Crumb was, was like, dumb as hell. I'll turn my face into a shark. <laughs> right. Just so, but I mean, I guess that was intelligent because hey, he needed to swim on the water. Yeah, but like, turn all of you into a shark? Fair, yeah. Like, you'll swim faster? Right. Like, have you ever seen a shark and been like, you know what would make him go faster? Human arms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was a bit of, uh, he wasn't thinking. But then how you gonna hold his wand to break the shank? That's a good point. I don't know. I wasn't thinking that. I guess you turn yourself back at the last moment. Gotcha. He just a- needs to get better at transfiguration. He, I hated him as a character, though. Yeah, he was bland as shit. He, he wasn't. Served, it wasn't he served no actor. purpose. Like if he would have died in that movie over Cedric Diggory, that would could have made him like useful to me. Because yeah. what did he end up ever doing? No, he wasn't. It wasn't a great actor choice. I think that they. No, I mean even in the books he was trash. What did he do? Well, he got Ron and Hermione together. No, he didn't. He just so anybody could have played that role, bro. Yeah. Anybody could have been the dude that got Ron jealous. He didn't fucking get them together. If anything, the uh, lavender bitches who got them together uh, okay. in the later books. Because Crumb, he didn't participate in any of the war, as far as I know. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? He didn't even send flowers to the fucking weddings. So what were you here for, bro? No, he goes to he goes to Floor's wedding and he mopes because remember, he tries to ask out Hermione. She's with Ron at that time. Yeah. And then he tries to ask out Ginny and Harry is like poly juice to look like a weirdo. And he's yeah. like, don't talk to Ginny. Right. And, Ron, and Victor's like, what the I thought it was a famous athlete. This sucks. Right. But you famous again. Yeah. If he were black, he wouldn't have had that problem because he would have <laughs> had a girl at the wedding because he would have had some swag and he probably would have had some use because in the movies, honestly, the ad, the regular of uh, Victor Crumb was trash. Like, and when I say trash, I mean, just as a character, but how did he really develop? You know what I'm no, saying? No, he doesn't have an arc. He, he went from being a famous sports guy to a famous sports guy who kind of likes one of the main characters. And that was it. You served no purpose. That's true. I bet you if he was black, he'd be like Muhammad Ali or LeBron, <laughs> like protesting racism all over the wizarding world. He'd be like yeah, the most important. He'd be asking for more Kingsleys in the Ministry <laughs> of Magic. I know I would. You know what I'm saying? You motherfuckers got whole animagus <laughs> bitches doing. The, I'm sorry. Animagus, animagi witches yeah. doing the Daily Prophet. Meanwhile, there's only one black dude in the whole Ministry of Magic. You got Dementors sucking <laughs> souls out. But only one black guy in the ministry. Yeah, okay. It's a good point. I mean, I mean, that's all we make here, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Somebody came, said uh, they they listen to this for the hot takes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'll be honest, the Ministry of Magic, I think, is racist as fuck. But we ain't going into that this episode. <laughs> I'll do that next episode. Okay. But um, I think if he was black, I think he, I think we'd have been able to find out a little bit more about his family. Because a lot of, or his friends, a lot of black athletes are very close to their family and their friends. And they try to bring them up with them. And I feel like... um. It would have been more, more or less. He would have had a girl that has been with him already. Yeah, you know what I mean. When he was just practicing being a Quidditch guy. That's funny. He would have been flirting with Hermione, and he'd be like, "Don't mind Angelica. I mean, she's she's my girlfriend, but she's cool with this." Right. <laughs> you know what I mean. But it would just be flirting. Like I don't know if LeBron flirts with other women. I've never hung out with LeBron. But like you know how LeBron's been with his, with his woman mm-hmm. forever. I yeah. think he would have been in one of those situations. Chris Paul, like, same thing. There's a lot of guys, like right? That. Where it's like his wife is his balance. It keeps him grounded mm-hmm. in this weird ass world. And I feel like he would have been had to deal with a lot more temptation. Like they would have been trying to make him drink a lot more pumpkin juice. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. We have, do we have time for one more thing before we sort our final? Uh, yeah. So, all right. Let's. I'm really Shit, how excited. Long we been going? Okay. Just uh, 35 minutes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Oh, we're long. doing good. Okay, let's talk about this then. Uh, for our relationship dissection, mm-hmm. sunken yep. ship, uh, one of the most interesting ones on the internet, Hermione and Draco. Wow. So a lot of people want this to happen, okay. and their motives are polar. So here are the two scenarios. One scenario, Hermione convinces Draco to be good, and they're good together, and Draco, which is basically what happens in Cursed Child, uh, Draco realizes they're in his ways, joins their friend group, and him and Hermione vibe, and it's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. The other fan fiction is mostly Hermione cuckolding Ron with Draco. <laughs> a lot of evil motherfuckers that just Hermione hates Ron now, so she rubs it in his face by fucking Draco, and they're dating, and they have evil sex all over the wizarding world. Oh, okay. I'm a. Um, <laughs> so, which do you want to go into first? Um, I'm, 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 I'm gonna let you pit because I am utterly distraught at well, some of the fandom for even coming up with that second one. You well, evil I'm, mother. I'm gonna save the best for last because I love that second scenario, even uh-huh. though it doesn't vibe with the Harry Potter world at all. But it's fun to to read up on. I'll say. That, we'll be reading up on that shit with his pants off and his hands and his boxes. I'm telling y'all now. No, I I would never. I, I have no idea what that would even insinuate. Yeah, okay. Because I'm, uh, I'm just saying, I've looked up some of these relationships and not, not not on the regular web could I find anything like this. Oh, yeah, this is from the dark web. This is like from like the Putin-Trump uh, text messages or on the same threads as like Draco, Hermione, fanfic. But I'll go to the first one, uh, the first, like the nicer kind first. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes sense if you've seen Cursed Child yeah. because two things about Cursed Child is Draco is endearing. And, and Hermione is black. Hermione is black. Wasn't going to mention that. but Because it's not relevant, not because of any other. Or to this, what I'm about to say. It's always which is, fun to watch them ha- <laughs> to watch you have to backtrack. <laughs> Here's what it's not relevant to. I have no problems, for the record, with Hermione being black. Here's what it's not relevant to. Hermione and Ron 
do not vibe well in Cursed Child, which makes some sense. Like, you you come away questioning why they're together long term. I did, at least. Right, right. And so when I see that, I'm like, oh, yeah, it would make sense for Hermione to be with someone else. And if Draco's going to be good, it makes some sense. It's not... Implausible, unplausible. Okay, if that's a word. So now to um, I'm gonna start with the second one. Okay. First of all, the fun one. Yeah, the <laughs> fun one. First of all, I feel like we're taking big exception to the hatred that the Weasleys have for Malfoy's. If you think that Ron Weasley is gonna let, first of all, you think he's gonna kill someone? OJ, OJ Weasley. I think. Do I think? I think he would murder everybody in that fucking house, bro. Yeah. And the reason why is because okay. if you if you read the books, I didn't know until recently. Like I went back and watched some shit and reread some things. Ron beat the shit out of Malfoy a couple of times in that book, yo. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Like there was a couple temper, times temper. where he punched him in the face and all that shit. And Ron already proved in a couple of the movies that he was more ready to kill than anybody. Well, else. you know what happened with Ron is the first time he does the the hex and he eats slugs for an entire chapter. He's like, "Fuck it, I'm using fists here on out." Right. <laughs> But again, but even even if you look at that, he was ready. He was ready to hex Draco, and had his wand not been broken, Draco would have been eating slugs. True. So if you think about when he was ten or eleven, he was ready to make Draco eat slugs. Yeah. As opposed to what well, eating slugs mean in my neighborhood, getting shot. You think he wouldn't <laughs> have tried to murk Draco if he was fucking Hermione? Are you insane? Ron is going crazier because he thought his best friend was with Hermione. So I only read the synopsises of three or four fan fiction books. Mm-hmm. I wonder if any of them end with Ron killing Hermione and Draco. I bet that's in play. I mean, that's the only way it could end for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Can you imagine having that many brothers and sisters and the reaming you're oh, going to get at the re- at Thanksgiving when they find out that you letting a Malfoy fuck your wife like that? Molly might, <laughs> Molly might kill everybody. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It she really would. Or or Lucius might kill Hermione because I don't know if he'd be down with uh, Draco being with um, Hermione Granger. Well, he would be a little bit happy with how upset it made the Weasleys, though. Yeah, probably. He'd probably. be showing up like he you know how he, to the ministry like. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> you know how he he dropped the the uh, diary of Tom Riddle. He just drops like a photo album with the two of them. <laughs> A sex tape just Hilarious. leaves it at Arthur's desk. How funny would that be? Lucius Malfoy just out here leaking sex tapes to fuck up relationships. <laughs> Dude, that it's the most evil fan fiction I think I've I've ever come yeah, across. I, I, I'm I'm kind of disappointed in the uh, fandom for that because it's like it, it's supposed to, it's like I know it's supposed to be fun, but I can't even have any fun with that. So um, what you said right as far as uh Malfoy and Hermione, the first one where she grows apart from Ron and ends mm-hmm. up with um Draco. Um, again, I'm not a fan of that because even when I watched Cursed Child, I was like, oh, they seem like they're, you know, like when you were in school and I, I know a girl like this, her name's Cassandra. I remember when I was in school with her, I would call her a witch and all that stuff. <laughs> and I still have scars on my leg that she <laughs> left from kicking me under the table. Right. And she was like my mortal enemy in school because that's how kids are. But then as we got older, I have I have an appreciation for her. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If I ever see her, it's like, oh, I see you finally because I remember you were such a bitch or I was such, oh, I was such a dick in school. Sure. But look at how we turned down. It's good to see whoopty wop wopty whoop. Now, <laughs> that's just some like friendship. Friendship. That's like um George Jefferson and Florence. That's like Martin Lawrence and mm-hmm. Pam. You know, it's that sitcom relationship. That's the foil yeah. to your um to your character. But I just don't see um. I don't see them growing apart like that because that was that was a beef I had in Cursed Child where it's like Ron and Hermione should have been a lot closer. I agree with you completely than what about they that. Are because you think about everything they've been through and all that they had to continue to go through, why would their relationship be so much like Archie Bunker and Edith? But that's another thing that J.K. will just threw out there <laughs> in a tweet because people were like, "Did oh, any of their marriages? Go. Did any of the marriages from Harry Potter fall apart?" And she mm. goes. Ginny and Harry's was rock solid, um, but Hermione and Ron, it was strained. They almost broke up, but they made it work. And it should have been the opposite. It should have been Harry and Ginny. Yeah. That's the author. What she says is law, and I can't tell her how to write her books. Mm -hmm. But considering what you put in my face for my whole childhood, that doesn't make any sense. 100%. Ginny only liked Harry basically because she's a clout chaser. And... 
big brother's best friend that both of those yes clout chaser yeah you understand me and then hermione and ron built that foundation from the first time they met i 100 percent agree with okay? you about this they saved each other's lives if it wasn't for her, he would have died how many times? If it wasn't for him, she would have died how many times? Remove Harry. And it's true love because the love potion smells like his hair to her. Yeah. It's true, true love. Yes. And it always has been. Ginny was going to fuck Tom Riddle when she was 11. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> that was probably, you know, it's staying in, but I don't feel great about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Tom Riddle said. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, that was too easy. I mean, I uh, think Tom Riddle has never felt bad about anything. Uh, I don't even think Tom Riddle was getting no pussy. It's, I, I don't care if they say that that's his kid. Tom, no, I yeah. bet Tom artificially inseminated uh, Bellatrix. Yeah, I, I would agree that he didn't enjoy sex. He definitely had sex with the the lady who had the Hufflepuff cup when he was going to steal her cup. Because you think so? I think so. I think he fucked her, killed her, took her cup. Nah, I don't. I don't think he was capable of it, bro. There's yeah. nothing about. There's just certain people that you can never see like this motion coming out of. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just don't. I just can't imagine Voldemort the from the Tom Riddle version to the Voldemort Snake Man version. I just can't picture him having sex with. Somebody. I think he was also really adversarial to just the idea of love in general because but, of with his mom. Right, but that's my point. So like. How is, like, do you know how dead you have to be inside as the witch to fuck <laughs> Voldemort as he's fucking, like, y'all ain't kissing. You know y'all ain't kissing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He ain't gonna make eye contact because that's part of, like, a factuation and all that mm-hmm. shit. And he was incapable of those feelings. So, again, Miss J.K. Rowling, how, how, how? Somebody tweeted her to tweet me an answer. Okay. Honestly. Get right on that. <laughs> Everybody listening. Well, if it's 8,500 8, downloads, damn it, somebody could send a tweet. Yeah. I just want to know, like, honestly, how he was capable of doing that. Because it just That's... makes no sense to me. Did Bellatrix, like, poke a hole in the condom or, like, extract, extract <laughs> some sperm from him while he was asleep? Can I... you do that in the wizarding world? I don't know. Can I... you artificially inseminate? Here's why I, I Here's why I think that the Bellatrix thing is possible, mm-hmm. whereas I wouldn't think he would have sex with anybody or most other people mm-hmm. i think that the whole time he was he was fucking bellatrix mm-hmm. he was getting off on thinking about her sad husband <laughs> off like guarding dobby or something you know <laughs> See, he's like getting off on the misery of the situation gotcha. not on the joy I, I, much like people that write draco hermione fan fiction but <laughs> but like that that's the thing just to put ron in that kind of position where it's like ron has suffered enough bro yeah Ron has suffered enough, and to hear that his marriage was on the fritz, it's like, y'all look, that, that's... The only kind of Harry Potter fan I don't get along with, 100% of the time, mm-hmm. anti-Ron people. Oh, because it makes no sense. The you anti-Ron be, contingent. Yeah, you could be anti-Harry, because I'm all for that. Mm-hmm. You could be anti-Dumbledore, uh, Dumbledore, for sure. You Anti-Snape be, I can tolerate, even though I don't agree with. I'm fine being anti-Snape, too, because again, damn it, you could have just been righteous from the start. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, if you're anti, if you're anti Ron to be pro Malfoy, that's just ridiculous. Yeah. To me. And if you're anti Hermione, I wouldn't agree with that either. But almost nobody is anti Hermione. Um, no, yeah, that's pretty pretty across the board. Hermione is like the feminist hero of the Harry Potter universe. Yes. Yeah, and rightfully so. Rightfully so. She's great. Yeah, she's great. Um, great character. Another one. And she she's um. Even if, like, Hermione would have died, like, her arc could have been completed at any point. You know who I think writes a lot of the Harry Potter or the uh, Hermione Draco fan fiction? Mm. It's women who are more attracted to Draco, to Tom Felden, than they are to Rupert Grint, Ron. Mm -hmm. And they just don't understand why. And it's like, oh, because they're people. (laughs) I I mean, you might not be attracted to Ron, but I'll tell you this much. He is doing a great job as Ed Sheeran. I'll tell you that right (laughs) now. That motherfucker is killing it. So, do you want to? Should we sort uh, our last icon? Or oh yeah, I'm okay. down. Let's do it. Okay. So, one of my favorite directors has a new movie coming out. They just released the trailer. The movie's called Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. The icon is Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino. I would put him in Gryffindor immediately because okay. when we talk about people that are brave and just doing shit without maybe doing their research, 
did he make that movie with um Samuel Jackson? They were shooting guns and all that shit. And when they would shoot the gun, they would like push it out and twirl it, and the bullet would go one way and then curl another. That was a different movie, but he's done a lot with Samuel Jackson. That okay. Was... Anybody that will work with Samuel Jackson that goddamn <laughs> much as much as Quentin has, and did he do Django? He did do Django. Anybody who would do Django and get Leonardo DiCaprio the ability to say nigga that many times <laughs> is just blindly brave. And the fact that it worked it goes against me and everybody else who thought, what the fuck is happening here? But for that reason, I'm going to sort him into Gryffindor. No questions, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. That is a that's a great case to be made. Mm-hmm. I didn't think of the Django angle to it. Yeah. Uh I, I really agree with your case. I initially had him as a Hufflepuff. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is because he grew up as a fan of cinema. And then when given the opportunity to make movies, he was able to resurrect the careers of a lot of actors whose careers had went away mm-hmm. during his ascent. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's like such a level of loyalty to go. This guy who... You know, like the the main guy in Kill Bill, I forget the guy's name. Um, I'm not a movie guy buff at all. Besides, Bill. like the Harry Potter. David scene. Carradine. So David Carradine. Oh wow, David Carradine. One of my first um, be- one of my first best jokes is about him after he had um passed. God bless the dead. Yes, yeah. a lot a lot of people I I remember uh remember mm-hmm. how he passed. Yeah, it's if you want to Google it, feel free. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so David Carradine was a martial arts movie star when Quentin was a kid. Then his star kind of declined. And then when Quinnen had the opportunity, he put this guy as the lead in a, a movie series. He didn't have to do that. And he also showed tremendous loyalty to actors like Samuel Jackson, Uma mm-hmm. Thurman. He cast them over and over. <coughs> so I got him as a Hufflepuff, but I thought that Django angle for Gryffindor is a very strong case. Yeah, man. Look, Hufflepuff or Gryffindor, I think he's one of those people that he would definitely end up on a um, wizarding card. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Either way. I feel like he would live. He wouldn't live that long, but he would end up on a wizard. What do you think he does if he's if he's a wizard? If he's in the world of Harry Potter, alchemy, alchemy. Yeah, he creates shit. Yeah, yeah, he creates shit just like because uh, that's what Lucius does, right? He's an alchemist. Is that what it is? Creates like, Lucius evil. Malfoy. Yeah, I thought he was just like a trust fund kid. No, he <laughs> is, but like, isn't he into that shit? Oh, like, I cre- think so. Yeah, creating dark magical objects. Is that called alchemy? Well, in alchemy Harry is Potter? like. What Nicholas Flamel did. So alchemy is right, like creating. Shit. Yeah, yeah, for okay, sure. Cool. So it just doesn't have to be dark. So maybe, maybe less like a Lucius Malfoy, more like Nicholas Flamel. Okay. The way he did his cinema and created like a lane for himself. I think he would create his own lane doing something in the um that's relevant to the Harry Potter verse. What that might be, I don't know. Who knows? It might be the story of Kingsley. Oh, you know what I think he would do? <laughs> I think that he would do... With Cornelius Fudge screaming the N-word every 25 seconds. <laughs> I think he would... This similar line of thought. I think he would uh, paint paintings that would go at Hogwarts and other places. And it would just be like the <laughs> and, fat lady. Right. But she screams the N-word every Hilarious. 20 minutes. Hilarious. <laughs> and she she's at Kingsley's house, not even Hogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. They're like, Quinnen, look, we love your paintings, but we can't hang them at the school. We can't hang them at the school. Send them to Kings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. But again, it's just so ridiculous. Now it's, this is what we're here to do, which is have fun and hot takes, apparently. Have fun and hot takes. Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode five of the Potterhood Podcast. My name is Nico White, and that is Will Posner. And we want to thank you guys again for listening to us. Please make sure to like, subscribe, share with a friend, tell a friend to tell a friend. You can find me online at NicoWhite93 on Instagram. That's N-E-K-O-W-H-I-T-E-9-3. You can find Will at... Will Posnan, W-I-L-L-P-O-Z-N-A-N on Instagram. You can check out my website, NicoWhite.com. It's N-E-K-O-W-H-I-T-E for my comedy show dates locally here in New York. And I'm about to rename and revamp my tour for the next six months. I'm thinking about either calling it the Marcellus Tour or I was thinking Peach Fuzz because my beard can't grow in correctly. Okay. I'm not sure yet, but Marcellus, which is my middle name, or Peach Fuzz, well, let which them know. is the state of my beard. Reach out on social media. Let them know what you think of the tour names. Yes, indeed. Reach out on social media. Let me know what you think of the tour. And in the meantime, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back next week with episode six. We just might have a guest for that one, too. Okay, great. In the meantime, Mischief, Mischief Managed. managed.